pullover. Lean in. It's time for the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I am your host, Danette Relic of Radical Creative Sanctuary, inviting spaciousness for your mind and your heart. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. The Soft Shoulder is your time. Your time to slow down and fuel up on self-love support so you can make the most of your gorgeous life. Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. Hello, sweet listener. How are you doing? I'm not great. (laughs) I still laugh through it, but I'm going to just tell you right now, it's not the greatest day. Um, It's not the worst week I've had by a long shot. It's not the worst day. Um, But it's a day where, you know, it's uh, making it's a lot more difficult to show up. Um, I've been thinking about the serenity prayer a lot lately. (laughs) Anyone else? Um, Lord, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I really love the, the power and the simplicity of this prayer. And I like tinkering with this idea of what are the things that we cannot change I mean, I guess that's the wisdom to know the difference part, but to test that as well, because I think that sometimes there have been things where I thought there were things I could not change. And that was a belief I had that I actually did have power to change it. Um, So yeah, that's the wisdom part, right? It's like what things are in either category for you right now, right? Are there things that you have been believing you can't change that actually maybe, maybe you can shift them a little bit? And it would be such a wonderful, loving thing for you to allow yourself to do that. Or maybe you've been believing that you can change things and maybe the loving wisdom available to you now is, you know what, maybe I can't. Or maybe I can't right now. And maybe it's a good time to just chill out a little bit. Um, Whatever brings you to a more loving place. I've been actively practicing this week. Um, So I have this, this episode I have very loose notes for. (laughs) Um, And actually, I'm going to talk about podcasting and about my process here. Because um, a bunch of people have asked me recently about it, people who are interested in podcasting, and perhaps a little intimidated by it. Um, I want to tell you today that actually, it can be a lot easier than you think. I'm going to tell you my story and um, and why it matters. And I'm going to end with a really hot tip. So, um, you know, when I first started recording the shop, the, the shaft solder podcast, <laughs> when I first started, I, uh, I, I just recently looked back at my notes. Um, I don't have, you know, transcripts. I don't have, you know, it's not polished. It's, um, And that was part of the intention to get started. I had to lower the standards because I was not capable of that at the time. Uh, For new listeners, um, this, uh, the Soft Shoulder podcast was created, I'm going to say like five months or so 
after I fell and got a concussion. So I was in the very like strong uh, symptomatic stage of of this um, post-concussion whatever. Uh, <laughs> this thing that's been going on for a long time. So I needed to um, I needed to adapt it right? Like anyone does. Uh, so many people have to make adaptations in things that we take for granted when we are able-bodied and neuronormative and all that stuff. Um, so in when I was looking back at my notes, I saw I was like, wow, there was just like a few points of like, hey, talk about this, talk about this. And I just kind of went with it because that's, that's what I was capable of doing then. And to do that now, it took a lot of... Um, you know, that's not the way I had thought. I mean, I'd thought about recording a podcast over a decade ago. In fact, I just recently did this whole journal harvest and I went back and I saw my handwriting, the Soft Shoulder podcast. It was like at least 12 years ago or something like that. So, you know, I'd had this idea for some time and I didn't think, oh yeah, I'm just going to pop a mic in and have some loose notes. No, of course I had these like visions of how it needed to be. And I'm here to tell you today that it doesn't need to be the way you might be imagining it. So I'm going to back up a little bit and um, I want to thank the listener out there who I had coffee with today um, because (laughs) that's the reason why I'm back on this microphone. Um, I'd considered not recording today. It was coming up to, you know, the Thursday to have an episode ready for you. I didn't have one. And I wasn't feeling great. And I was giving on that line of like, okay, do I need to like give myself permission to just like, let's just postpone this. People will understand. You got to take care of yourself. But I was having coffee with this wonderful person. And she told me about a day where she was listening to the soft shoulder and uh, something that I said shifted how she acted in a in a circumstance and so you know she was going down one particular road she was about to have a regular old thought and regular old behavior and something that I had said sparked a new idea and she decided to take it and run with it right like I can say all kinds of stuff on here it doesn't (laughs) it doesn't matter it's what you decide to do with it right so if you decide that you're inspired by something and you want to shift something that's you so she allowed herself to be inspired, allowed herself to maybe shift perspective a little bit, be brave, do something a little out of character, choosing, uh, driven by choosing kindness. And this changed the course of her, like the next little chunk of time. It changed the life of somebody else. And there was this ripple effect that happened. And like, what a compliment. This is the best compliment to know that you made a difference, right? Or that you were a part of a chain that made a difference. Um, So thank you, wonderful person. Um, I was telling her about how looking back on the early days with the concussion and, you know, how at the time, I didn't even know what I didn't know. It was very chaotic. And when I look back at it now that I've made... um, quite a lot of progress, especially in the last three months. But when I look back now, I've, I almost look back like, <gasps> um, maybe the way some of <laughs> some of us look back on like college or high school, like, oh God, I can't believe I made it out of there. <laughs> there was so much I didn't know. There was so many risks I was taking. But I look at like the early, definitely six months, but I would say probably the first year of um, 
of the concussion and I described it as like it's like watching a deer cross like an eight lane highway and it's somehow it gets across but the whole time you're like oh my god I don't know how like I don't know how that happened that's kind of how I look back at the first year of uh, my brain injury I'm like I'm so grateful that I made it through these things it was so much more dangerous than um, I could have perceived at the time and there I was just kind of innocently dodging and making my way Um, I am happy to say and to share with you that um, I'm definitely I feel like in this uh, in this metaphor, I am past the dangerous lanes of traffic. Um, and now I'm, you know, still making my way through the woods, a little bewildered, but I'm finding my path and it's continuing. But I feel like I'm out of um, the more, um, uh, what's the word? Well, the kind of like jarring harm that like a, a freeway represents. <laughs> Anyhow. Thank you for that compliment. And for that reason, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just keep showing up. I'm going to record today, even though I don't really have anything prepared. And, um, you know, it reminded me of how these ripples, we don't, um, we don't always know when we're having an impact. That's why it's such a gift when you tell someone that they've had an impact, even a little one, you know, like, hey, like something you said inspired me to write this song or something you said, like, you know, made me look at something a different way. It is such a wonderful gift you're giving to acknowledge them for that because often we don't know. And I think that this is to know that you matter and that you've made a difference and that you've connected with someone in whatever way, big or small. I think that's just a really beautiful acknowledgement to give somebody. So um, I want to give you these encouraging words. I'm tying this in. Will this plane land? Who knows? Let's see together. So there's the... um, (laughs) showing up ripple effect of kindness and uh, the um, questions about podcasting. Um, so I'm going to talk specifically about the podcast and my process here. Um, it's not long because it's not very complicated. Um, but if you're listening and you're not interested in starting a podcast, I still want you to listen because there's going to be some nuggets in here for you as well. If there's anything creative, Anything where your voice, you know, might want to be heard more, like it could be starting a blog, it could be a comic, it could be um, just, you know, a video series, just something creative for either business or creative, you know, enjoyment that you want to share with the world. Uh, But you're kind of hesitating thinking like, oh, I don't know how to get started or oh, I'm not good enough or whatever. It's going to be difficult. Um, Listen and see if there's any gems in here for you. Um, so, you know, like I said, when I started, um, the episode here, it's like, I had to make it easy because, uh, that's the only way it was going to happen. You know, I, I, like I said, I had the dream for a long time and then it was, uh, my friend Allison said, you know, I can help you if you need some help, we can, we can make this happen. Uh, one of our famous lines is this is an achievable goal. (laughs) Um, and she brought that to my attention. So that made me consider, and this is what I'm asking you to consider is what do you need to drop for this to feel a little more possible at that time for me, I needed to drop expectations and standards that I didn't even realize I had. Um, I needed to drop the doubt that, you know, that this was possible. It's totally possible. Um, 
you know, so that was really helpful was like, because of the brain injury I was operating with, that was actually really helpful to break through any stubbornness I had and be like, yeah, I need to adapt. So I'm like, yeah, I need it to be easy because everything was either in my life was either very difficult or not happening. Um, <laughs> so, you know, part of the standards and uh, expectations that I had for myself, I didn't realize was, you know, I wanted it to be professional. I wanted it to be something of quality. I do value quality. And I love learning how to improve things. I love learning how to uh, tweak things. Um, I'm, you know, in the industry of personal growth. I love it. I am like super passionate about it. So, you know, I would think about like, oh, well, if you're a podcaster, you can't say, um, and you can't pause and you can't, um, doing it right now. Um, you know, you have to know what you have to sound really polished or you have to edit it afterwards to get rid of all the ums and ahs and whatever. And that was probably the biggest one is um, how it needs to sound because I knew that if like I did not have the brain power or capacity to be doing editing like that, I certainly didn't have a budget to hire somebody to do that. Um, and, you know, it just wasn't going to happen. Like it just, I was losing track of thoughts all the time. I was completely drifting out um, and losing and forgetting what I was talking about. Like the, those standards were just going to make it impossible for me to start and take action. So I needed to make it easy for myself. Now, you know, perhaps I was stubborn and it took me so long and it took a brain injury for me to be kind <laughs> to myself and lower the bar. And I want to tell you, you don't have to have, you know, a reason like a brain injury to lower the bar. You just don't, right? You can lower the bar now. You can make it easier for yourself. It's so much better for you to take action and to start something and see where it goes than for you to wait until it you know, you're prepared or wait until you think it's going to be perfect. It never will be. Almost everybody, um, you know, look, any creative person will look at like their very first drawings, their very first blog posts, their very first whatever, and just be like, wow, like I've grown so much since then. <laughs> um, so, you know, the concussion was helpful in having me drop, you know, necessity is the mother of invention, or I think that's how that goes. Um so basically, on the technical side of things, um, because I've chosen to do pep talks in this format, this solo casting thing, I don't need to figure out how to get other people on. I don't need to mic other people. I don't need any software for that. Um, and I and also the whole like <laughs> the whole figuring out and organizing. That's a whole like um, that's a lot more for my brain to take on. It certainly was then. It was just, not, that was never going to happen. So it was like one person. Okay, check. One microphone. I happen to have a microphone that was gifted to me. Um, but I know that it is a great microphone. And uh, I think people still use it. And I don't believe, I've listened to some podcasts about podcasting. And um, you don't need to spend much on a microphone. Like I think you can get a microphone for hundred bucks, maybe 200 bucks, a really good one. You don't need like much more than that. Um, so microphone and I use, um, I use GarageBand because I use a MacBook and I have GarageBand. And so, um, now that part took me ages. <laughs> 
I'd, I'd opened it before. I'd fiddled with it before barely knowing what I'm doing here. This is not my area of like comfort or expertise. Um, so hopefully this is comforting to you if you're in the same boat. It's like, no, I'm not. I don't have some kind of um, big technical knowledge that you're missing. I, I was playing around with it and then I'd leave it like for months just to set up a basic track. Um, I did look online for um, um, music, royalty-free music. I found, um, oh my God, I'm blanking. His name is Lee Rosefair, I believe, <laughs> who I paid for the opening theme music for The Soft Shoulder, which is actually hold music. I have spliced it <laughs> There is a point at in this bit of music where a voice comes on saying, thank you for holding. And you don't hear that part because I chopped it off. Um, so I basically just set up a track eventually. Now, I didn't ask for help on this part. I should have. It would go a lot faster if you do ask for help, if you need help. I probably looked at a tutorial and then got overwhelmed and then came back to it a month later. So <laughs> ask for some help. Um and basically, I have a, you know, a track where it's like, here's the theme song and here's the voice. And then there's the spot where I record this part, the main meat of the of the episode. And once I got that down, um, I didn't have to do it every time. So I have it. I record this part and then I uh, I save it as something else. And then the next time I come back, I delete the episode voice and I record a new one. And it And it's just... Like, you know, wash, rinse, repeat kind of thing. And then I send it to Allison. And Allison takes care of um, getting it up and out into the world onto Spotify, onto iTunes and Android devices and however it is that you're listening. Allison takes care of that part. This episode, actually every episode of this entire podcast is brought to you with the help of Tech Coven. Literally, she makes it happen. She makes it happen for me and for you and connects us all here. And thank you so much, Allison Tarr at techcoven.com. Now, you know, if you don't have an Allison, (laughs) um, you know, she insists that this is not so difficult. I think it's probably not so difficult for her. Um, But I'm sure that this is something you can either learn on YouTube, or you can have someone in your life help you. There's got to be somebody that you know, who either already knows how to figure this out or can easily figure this out. Um, If you're doing something with someone else as well, if it's a creative project and you're doing it together, um, you can figure it out together. I just know that like the obstacles to this, um, uh, Marie Forleo says everything is figure outable. And I really feel strongly that that's true in the case of podcasting. Um, So, you know, look up YouTube for video tutorials, read blog posts. Here's a tip. When you're Googling, um, (laughs) like include the word easy in your search. (laughs) So not the most difficult way to start a podcast. Be like, how can I, you know, start podcast easy, whatever. And, um, um, you can tell, so I don't know if you can tell, Maybe this is a good thing. I often record these episodes when I'm feeling um, a lot better. And um, I mean, if I was feeling really terrible, I wouldn't be able to record it all. But uh, you can probably tell 
um, um, yeah, I'm not going to edit this, but this is often on, this happens a lot. <laughs> What's happening now? Just not knowing what I'm talking about, losing track, saying, um, because I'm like retrieving words, things taking a lot longer. Um, that's all part of this, um, brain thing. So, um, rambling, but yes, it's totally doable. The technical part, you can either have someone, you can hire someone or get a friend to help you out. But once you're set up, um, uh, it may not be anywhere near as difficult as you think. And then you'll have a podcast. So the important part about this is that you have things to say, you have a dream, you have an idea. And it's amazing how we have, you know, so many podcasts out there to choose from, but also that like anybody can put one out there. It's, um, I love it. Like I love, you know, searching for something late at night, searching like random keywords and finding a voice out there that's like, I don't know, someone in some town somewhere and they, they're, and their sound quality is terrible. I have listened to so many podcasts with awful sound quality. So this is also another reason for you to know that it won't, it doesn't have to stop you. You know, if I really am enjoying something that someone is saying I think, oh, it's a shame that they got this terrible microphone or they sound like they're talking in a tin can under a bridge somewhere, but I've sat and listened to, to many of their episodes, right? So you just never know who you might reach and you never know how that's going to ripple out. Um, okay, so there's the technical part, which again, you know, I have outsourced and I encourage you to do that or to like watch some tutorials. Um, but other than that, I know that that sometimes is just like a distraction, that that's not really the obstacle and the obstacle, particularly around podcasting or anywhere where you're using your voice is confidence and specifically confidence with using your voice. Um, you know, I remember as a, as a little kid, um, the first time I heard my voice recorded back, so that was like a really novelty thing. You know, it wasn't something we did often or even had the access. Like I remember uh, cassette recorders, not all of them even had <laughs> record buttons. At least I don't remember. I remember that being a new and exciting thing. And uh, me and my young friends, neighbors, sometimes we would get together, like maybe some of you have as well, and recorded our voices. We would like make a radio show or something. That would be a wonderful way to spend a rainy afternoon. And for some reason, I was often the host, which is now interesting. Um, but I was always a man and I was always like some kind of version of like Guy Smiley or <laughs> some kind of, there was that that game show tone, you know, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. And often my name would be Bob because I guess that's who we thought. <laughs> that's what a host is. It's some guy named Bob. And uh, I do remember one time with uh, some uh, we made the Arsenio Call show. Why did we need to change the last name? Were we worried about some like copyright infringements or like <laughs> someone complaining? Like we were the only ones with access to this cassette. Anyhow, lots of good times, singing songs, making commercials, doing interviews and laughing and stopping re-recording. It was really fun. Anyhow, what I remember though, in the earliest days of doing that is hearing that exciting moment where you like we'd rewind the tape and play it back and I would hear my voice and go, what? 
that's my voice? It sounded awful. I thought it was like a weird frog. It didn't make any sense to me. I was like, I knew logically that was my part, but it didn't sound like me. And I thought all of my friends sounded like them, but that I sounded quote unquote weird. And what was so fascinating was how other people would have that experience too. Like a lot of other people would be like, oh, I hate the way my voice sounds on tape, or I hate the way my voice sounds like in that video or that playback. And I was like, isn't that weird that when we hear other people's voices, it makes, we're like, yeah, that's what you sound like. <laughs> and it's great. And then we hear ourselves and it's like this, this weird disconnect. And that, that, that's a common experience. I was just always fascinated by that distortion. So, you know, that was me as a small child. When I hear my voice recorded now, I recognize it. I'm like, yeah, that's me. Sometimes I like it. You know, um, other times it's just neutral, but I never have that weird froggy feeling of like, oh God, do I really sound like that? I don't have that anymore. My voice hasn't changed. How I hear it has changed. But another thing that's really changed is my confidence in speaking. And here is a hot tip that you can do if this is you and you're like, uh, like just that feeling of hearing your own voice sound is like a bad feeling. Um, you can do something now, even before you watch tutorials, <laughs> even before you figure out what your podcast is called, you can do something now that will prepare you for using your voice in the future. And all that is, is practicing, but specifically recording. If you have a, a mobile phone, you have some kind of recording device. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure everybody has, even if it's, yeah, you've got some kind of recording device in your hand. Um, if you're listening to this, then you have access to a recording device of some kind. Practice speaking. Do it when you're alone, but record it and listen back. Without any judgment, just do it as much as you can. Um, I started doing that long before I was making the podcast. I would pretend I was like remembering that, you know, oh yeah, when we were kids, we would record on the cassette. I can do that now. And I didn't even know what the heck I was going to say, but I would just pretend I was podcasting and I would pretend that I was, you know, whatever. And if I lost track, I mean, you know, I was just rambling on. The whole point was just to keep speaking to the point where it became boring, <laughs> where there wasn't like a preciousness, like, oh, I have to know what to say. I have to say the right thing. There was no right thing to say. I just needed to speak. And while I was speaking, I could slow down and I could whisper and I could like get loud and I could do all kinds of things because no one else was going to hear it because I was going to delete it immediately. <laughs> and yeah, at first it sounded weird and sometimes I hated what I heard. But eventually if you do enough, if you focus on quantity at some point, you'll just start hearing yourself. Um, I've been doing this, by the way, for like years. Um, so don't think like you record yourself one Saturday and then every, your anxiety goes away. That's not how it works. Um, I hope it's how it works. <laughs> that would be really great. But that's not what it was for me. Um, so, well, you know, I was getting compliments on my voice at some point, which actually helped me um, finally say yes and, and make this podcast. People were asking me if I had considered it before. Um, and that was really, really helpful. That encouragement was definitely helpful. So, but I want to say that I know from the outside, um, some people and probably me sometimes can make these things look easy. And 
when it looks easy for somebody else, you might think that like, oh, if it's hard for you, then, you know, it's not for you. But that's not true. So in addition to, you know, you know, as a kid recording my voice, feeling like I sounded like a frog and not liking it, um, that didn't change. As I, you know, grew up, grew older, I was giving a speech at a wedding and it was being recorded on a video and I was so nervous reading. Well, first of all, I couldn't just give a regular speech. So, and I knew that um, because I was so afraid. So I wrote something down and I was like, if I have something to hold and read, I'll, I'll be able to get through this whole microphone business. But it was terrifying for me. And I remember being up at the podium and my memory of the, phys- of the experience was focusing on one word and saying it, focusing on the next word and saying it. I wasn't speaking in sentences. I didn't remember even where I was. I was I was out in my whole body was tingling and I was like almost grasping onto every word like I was um uh what's it called when you like monkey bars? Yeah, like when you're like grabbing one bar and then the next and you're kind of dangling. Like that's how I felt grabbing one from one word to the next. It was just about that moment and uh, I didn't even know if I was making sense. So, you know, I finished the speech and um, I'm like, just so relieved that it's over. <laughs> and then when I watched the video a bunch of months later and everyone was complimenting me saying like, that was such a great speech. And I'm like, OK, I didn't I didn't know if I believe them or not. I don't even I don't remember. Um, but I watched the video months later. And when I watched the video, I was like, oh, my God, I just look like a normal person speaking. And it was such a, another one of those disconnects. I'm like, OK, I look like just a person giving a speech and yeah it was fine and I seemed to be comfortable but I remembered that I'm like I know I that was not actually the real experience that was happening um and uh another kind of related voice experience too was just how terrified I was to use my voice in front of anyone that like my um many years ago Um, my boyfriend at the time was making music and wanted me to sing backup vocals on a bunch of songs. And, um, I wanted to, I was very nervous to, but eventually I, you know, took the leap to say yes, but I made him leave the room. (laughs) I didn't know how to operate the recording equipment. He set everything up and then like would hit record and like have to leave the room because I couldn't have him anywhere near me (laughs) while I was singing and then I'd call him back in and he would be like stop it and I it was okay if he listened to the recording afterwards it made me uncomfortable but I could handle it but I couldn't actually sing in front of him so I don't know if this surprises anybody but using my voice in this way uh the fact that I'm actually sitting here just speaking um and not reading um I I got here by practicing I got here by, you know, giving it a go and lowering my expectations a lot. Okay. So maybe you can relate more with, you know, past Annette, the one who's like terrified to do a, give a speech and like needs everyone to close their eyes and leave if she's going to sing. I used to mouth the words to happy birthday in groups. Um, and uh, yeah, and just anytime I heard my voice, I thought it sounded weird. So, um, It's not just you. A lot of people have that experience from what I've heard. And more importantly, you can change it by just practicing. Practice, practice, practice using your voice, speaking, hearing it, not having it, like not worrying about how it sounds, but just getting used to it. Um, 
yeah, I think really just the repetition of doing that uh, prepared me so much before I actually sat down and started the podcast. Um, I really want this to land with you because um, I don't want you to have this feeling that it's like easy for others or that your doubt means something in quotations or that it means that you shouldn't be, that you're not cut out for podcasting or whatever whatever it is that you're nervous about. Nerves are totally normal, especially when we're putting, makes sense, our voice is such a sensitive area. Um, have you ever heard anyone apologize like when they have a cold <laughs> because of how they sound? Like it's just, no one needs to apologize for that. Um, so it's a very common sensitive area of expression. Um, but any area of expression when you're putting it out there, um, you're going to feel nervous because you're expanding. You're allowing yourself to be seen and heard in a new way. What ideas have you had about a podcast or a blog or a comic or a video? What ideas would you like to explore and see come to life? You know, it can be really exciting. I want to know what you have to share. I want to see what you want to create. Other people want to hear it. You know, I didn't know when I first started recording the soft shoulder, I was like, I don't know, maybe I help one or two people. I knew like Allison will listen to it. <laughs> I got at least one person listening. Um, I didn't know and it didn't matter. I was like, you know what, if I help one person, great. You know, I was really focusing on, um, you know, the growth that was involved in me getting it out there and like, you know, let's see, let's see who's going to listen. Um, you can touch people and have your ripple effect in the world. Have it be bigger in more ways than it is currently. I know that if you're listening to this, I know you're the kind of person who's already rippling out beautiful things that you probably don't even know. You probably held the door open for someone or listened to someone or just did something a little differently. You probably... Um, you know, maybe you sent a card to somebody, complimented somebody and shifted their their whole day. You know, like you really don't know what kind of a rough time someone's having and how you might have gotten them through the afternoon. You know, I believe that about soft shoulder listeners that, you know, you're sensitive and that you care and that you're looking to find more gentleness and love in yourselves, but so that you can give authentically filling your cup so that you can share more love with others and be a force of love in the world. You know, this really matters. So uh, if podcasting is the thing that you've been like thinking about, um, play with this, practice it. Don't worry about recording even yet. Just record yourself on your phone, um, play act it, you know, like how would it go? How would you welcome the guests? You don't even have to think about topics Think about what would the intro be, you know, like my whole opening in the soft shoulder. I practiced that a whole bunch of times. There was a whole bunch that got scrapped, <laughs> of course. Um, and I didn't, you know, and I noticed myself. I had a whole bunch of them. I noticed myself getting twitchy about trying to make it perfect. And then I was like, Danette, just take one that, and take one and put it up there. And I did. I don't remember what the rest of them sounded like. We need you out there. We need your voice out there. We need what you have to say out there. And it feels good. You know, you might find that you start recording your voice and you get a different idea. 
something even better that wouldn't have happened if you weren't walking around your kitchen recording your voice. You might start this idea for the podcast, practicing it. You might record a few episodes and then realize you don't want to start a podcast. And then you'll know and you can let it go and move on to something else instead of sitting with this looming feeling that like, yeah, I always wanted to start a podcast, but I was too afraid. And then that's the story. No. Find out if you even want to do it. You can only know that when you take action or you just see that like you actually don't want to take action at all. Another completely valid choice. But if you've got something in there, an idea, even if it's just one episode, you just never know what might happen if you put it out there. We need your voice. You are someone worth loving. It all starts with you. Happy Valentine's Day. Also, happy Galentine's Day, if you celebrate that. And also, in a few more days, happy week when all the heart-shaped chocolate goes on sale. There's so much to celebrate or completely ignore, depending on... (laughs) on what makes you happy about this time of year. And of course, every day is a day for celebrating the love that you make and the love that you share and the love that you are. You know, if anything from the Soft Shoulder Podcast has sparked a little ripple in you, has inspired you to take action, has inspired you to move your voice out in the world, be a little more kind, be a little more loving, I would love to hear about it. You can always reach out to me, Danette at RadicalCreativeSanctuary.com, and I'm on Instagram at Radical underscore Creative underscore Sanctuary. Um, So wonderful to spend this time with you. Thank you for listening. Take good care of you. And we'll talk to you soon.